Welcome to Her Workout, where me, your host, Serena Bailey, talks about the positive and negative effects of working out, everyday lessons, and personal experiences. Hello, Bree. <laughs> hey, Serena. Thank you for joining me today on my podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, yeah, no problem. I'm extremely grateful. I know how hard it can be. <laughs> Um, you would you like to introduce yourself? You can put your like your Instagram or whatever. Oh, my Instagram is at literally Brie with two E's. You wanna spell that out in case they want to give you a follow? L I T E R A L L Y B R E E. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And then I'm also Serena Bailey underscore, and that's S E R E N A. B-A-I-L-E-Y underscore. Okay, let's get to it. So me and Bree both have some questions that we would like to ask each other about fitness. And that is what today's topic is going to be. So I'm excited. Okay, so my first question is, what made you change your attitude towards life? And I know you've always been like a positive person, but it's been a lot more lately. You've been a lot more optimistic and positive, you know? Yes, that's a very good question. Thank you. Um, So basically how that went about was I was basically going through life kind of normal, doing normal thing, going to school, you know, not really doing things I loved. And it was really depressing and it gave me a lot of anxiety. Right. And I, you know, I woke up one day and I was like, I do not want to be like this. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I want to change my life. So pretty much I... I just started meditating and got closer to God and, like, found myself and, like, healed myself. And then once I healed myself, I was like, okay, I can be nicer to other people. Especially, like, there's so much stuff that happens in other people's lives and on a daily basis and, like, so much bad things in the world that can give us anxiety and stuff. So I just figured right. if I can spread some joy and make somebody's day a little bit better just by saying hi or giving a smile, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm not, obviously, it's not always perfect, and I'm not always, like, super po- like super positive. I have my days, of course. Everybody does. But I just, I just really figured, like, I want to be the person who, when you walk in a room, you remember that person because she was really sweet, and she helped you with something and never judged you. So that's, like, <laughs> who I want to be. <laughs> right. Which describes you perfectly. I feel like everyone should take, you know, little steps to improve their selves, like, every day like you know to make the world a more positive place you yeah. know I very much agree and it doesn't have to be a huge step either you can <laughs> whatever you can do is what you can do like the most important thing I will say is make sure you you fix yourself first before you try to help others though right it's like the biggest thing okay so next question that I had for you so like talking about diets and stuff because I feel like all of this comes hand in hand um would you say that you could out train a bad diet um although you can lose weight without a proper diet I feel like you should have a good diet because if you want to look good on the outside you should also feel good on the inside and it'll like really help with your mental as well like if you're eating junk you'll feel like really bad Mm -hmm. um as well as energy-wise, like, if you're eating good, you'll have more energy to do more and to exert yourself and, like, you know, get your full potential. Yes, I would, and I 100% agree. 
you know, I always go by saying what you put in your body is what, or like what you eat is who you are. And right. especially for me, like when I have my smoothies and I and I eat, like I'm gen- I generally love to just be healthy. <laughs> like I've <laughs> I've always been like that. And I love cooking, so learning how to make healthy foods taste good was like my that was my thing over quarantine. I was like, I'm going to make this recipe and make this taste good. <laughs> so like I'll you, I'll see your post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it all it all tastes like it's really, really good. But like I also agree with that because like for me, when I exercise and then I eat good, I have so much energy. Like I don't take any pre workout or anything because what I eat and like if I drink a smoothie before my workout meal it gives me so much energy already like I was literally in the gym the other day and I was just jamming to my music and a guy goes what kind of pre-workout do you take you have a lot of energy (laughs) (laughs) and I was just like um that's just me (laughs) water (laughs) (laughs) right and but like as they say, you know, it's literally scientifically proven that you cannot out-train a bad diet because yes you can work out and whatnot but your body will not be able to sustain the the intense workouts and stuff and you'll just feel really poopy like really bad so yeah Um, okay next question for you what are some problems that you know have had um that are difficult to solve which can be like food or exercise or maybe like a problem within yourself Yes. So for me, when I first started my fitness journey, like, okay, well, I've always played sports, but after freshman year, I got injured and that injury lasted so long (laughs) to the point where people thought I was faking. But the truth was I just kept getting re-injured and I wasn't eating properly. And like my joints, all of it, it just could not sustain the pressure I was putting on my foot. So it was always getting injured. And, like, for me, mentally, that was probably the, my hardest problem at the time was because, you know, you go from you have practice, you have this, and everything's, like, scheduled for you. You have a certain diet. You have everything, like, laid out, and it keeps you on track to, mm-hmm. like, it felt like everything was just taken away within an instant in that injury. And mentally, and I was in such a such a bad place, and it was really, really bad, and then when I got back into fitness again, like, I think I started again, like, a year or two later. Right now, I've been consistently doing it for about a, about a year. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had I've had my days where I'm I, not super motivated, but it, it goes back to, like, holding yourself accountable and have, just having discipline. Like, it's really, it's really difficult, but once you get that habit, it's, like, now I'm, like, addicted to the gym. It's my drug. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that same addiction. <laughs> But the thing is, when you first start, you don't like you, you hate it. But once you figure out what your your stuff is, it's like a, you get addicted. We need to work out together. That'd be so fun. right. Totally. <laughs> I need to get but, back on my workout grind. <laughs> yes. And you know, I always got you. So you can always text me. Right. But like, but basically, when I started again, I developed an eating disorder because I was so focused on my weight and what my body looked like. I wasn't eating enough, which caused so many problems so many problems with my hormones all of that stuff and it I was basically ruining my body and then running and working out without eating so like I was 
mentally in the worst place, physically in the worst place I, I, I was ever, I ever been. Right. And it honestly, it's like, it's always crazy because like, I love to help people, but it's always like that. They have to go through that moment themselves where they like wake up and they're just like, what the heck am I doing? And it was kind of that moment for, for me of like, if I want to be this, why am I doing like, why am I destroying my body? You know? Yeah, I know. And it was hard. <laughs> when I first got in, got back into it, I didn't eat. I was using workout as a punishment. Like, if I missed a workout, I would work out double. I would, I would skip a meal. Like, it was a punishment. So I took a couple months off, came back to myself, and kind of just thought about it. Like, I want to live a long, happy, healthy life. So what I'm going to do is, I'm just going to eat whatever the heck I want, mm-hmm. work out when I feel like it. I did that for about a month, just trying to get the consistency of doing some type of exercise. Then I was like, okay, now it's time to change my diet. So I slowly started incorporating healthier foods, supplements, vitamins, and like all of that stuff. I slowly incorporated it, and then mm-hmm. I just I just started. When I felt happy, I worked out. When I felt really bad, I just stretched. Like, I, I didn't. So, like, because stretching relaxed me, and I just meditated. Mm-hmm. So, basically, like, yoga. <laughs> and <laughs> I would do that when I didn't feel good. So, that way, when I worked out, I had the mindset of when I'm working out, I'm happy, you know? Right. It's not- and, like, I basically tricked myself into thinking I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and... You know, the funny part is how I got into running is I um, got some really bad news and I was crying and like I was getting a panic attack coming on and I literally woke up at like four in the morning. Well, I didn't really sleep. But... I'm going to go for a run. <laughs> and I literally documented the whole thing. And, like, it's funny because a lot of people thought like that was just my normal thing. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I ran like eight miles because I was oh. I was not mentally healthy, <laughs> and you know it. That's also another thing. I deleted all my social media. But I deleted all my social media for a whole month, and that was only because that was the only way to like communicate with certain people who like rely yeah. on me. So I only kept that, and I just but it was crazy because I had used that run as a punishment but it ended up turning into something I loved and I felt so amazing after I got a protein smoothie after and like I looked at my legs and I was like it's kind of nice <laughs> and that's basically where it was like I'm, I'm good that you use that negative feeling and turn it into something like positive something that you love doing you know yeah that's a really good outlet to have yeah now it's like I plan my whole day around a workout (laughs) (laughs) okay I think the next question is for you so going back to the diet topic how do you feel about keto and what were your personal experiences with keto because I know you you did keto. Personally, I don't think it's sustainable for anybody. I mean, there's like 1% right. who can make it sustainable. I, It's like a quick fix, but it doesn't really right. 
fix you. Like, it, I personally think it mentally messes you up, but I'll let you explain. No, it really, it really does. <laughs> yeah, because you don't do that, so go ahead. Yeah, like you said, it does really mentally mess you up. I would not recommend it to anyone. Um, while doing keto, I lost a ton of weight super fast, and some of it was muscle. I'm going to say most of it was muscle. I felt so weak when I was on keto. I had little to no energy, and I pretty much gained it all back when I start incorporating carbs again. Because, you know, like keto is like a very low carb, like just, you know, kind of raw diet, you know? Mm-hmm. And I stopped, when I stopped eating keto, I pretty much gained it all back and that caused me to go into a state of, you know, depression and I felt bad about myself again. So I would not recommend that to anyone. I would say just stick to a healthy diet, like not really a diet, but like a healthy, you know, way of eating, like a clean way of eating. 100%. And then like the definition of a diet is literally the meal you put in your body. It shouldn't be a bad word <laughs> but with, <laughs> with the fitness industry and diet culture like they turned it into it's just about money and like quick fixes which yeah. I do not agree with I absolutely hate it like my brother the other day came to me and he's like starting to work out again because quarantine he gained like 50 60 pounds me too me you know? too <laughs> I can totally totally relate, uh, relate to that yeah I mean, it's it's crazy because for me, I use the time to find myself again and like <laughs> get back in shape. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I can under I can completely understand why people gain this weight because everything that happened was just it was so crazy. Like <laughs> we didn't know what to expect, and <laughs> it, it brought a lot of anxiety and everything going with that. But basically, he's trying to get back in shape, in shape, and he was like, "Serena, so I'm gonna do keto," and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like I immediately was like. Honestly, I can't tell you what to do. Right. But don't do it. It's a terrible idea. That lasted three days. <laughs> and that was it. That was it for me. Like three days, that was it. And I, I just, the whole keto thing, I don't. Because, I mean, I guess it's because now I've changed my whole perspective of it. So for me, it's like I'm trying to live a long, happy, healthy life. So. I'm okay with the journey and the process and I'm just trying to enjoy every moment right. and enjoy every workout because I know like I know eventually my body will come in the more consistently I do it it will come into how I want it to as long as I stay consistent with my diets and my workouts and just do what makes me feel happy has been my biggest goal at this point that is a great goal to have <laughs> anyone that's listening I know keto might sound like a good idea, but it's not if you're looking for, you know, long-term results, like to have that physique, like long-term. Yes. Because you need carbs. Like yeah. carbs are period, good. Period point blank, you need carbs. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. So next question is for you. Um, this goes along with the fitness. How has fitness changed your life? Ooh, like good. That was like 180. <laughs> fitness, <laughs> like now, my goals are like I'm achieving all my goals. I'm holding myself accountable for everything I'm doing, and I take responsibility of whatever mistakes I make and everything. You know, it was almost like after my 18th birthday, it was like this realization of like, oh my god, this is my life, and everything I do 
yes, it affects other people, but at the end of the day, I'm the only one who lives my consequences, you know, because for a long time, I, I mean, especially, like, growing up, I mean, my household was a little bit toxic. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had this mentality of, like, if at least it felt like everything I did was not in my control. Like, you know, decisions were made for me. Things were made for me. I didn't have control. So, work, working out gave me some sort of control. And obviously, with everything that happened with my family and people in my life, I was so broken I saw the gym and working out as a place to, like, pick up my pieces and put myself back together. And it's almost like a... So, the way I put it is, like, a, you go to a grocery store to get food, right? Mm-hmm. It, w- it would be, like, a store to become whoever I want to be, the best person I can be. That's how I mentally told myself, was, like, this is the place where... I can achieve all of my dreams. Obviously, like, that's kind of, you can't do certain things in the gym, but, like, <laughs> it was basically, it was basically, like, the stepping stone of, like, once I get disciplined on this, other things will fall into line, and so fitness, like, 180 my whole life, like, now I'm, like, I'm, like, texting Alana, my best friend, and I'm, like, we should go work out at, like, six in the morning, get some smoothies, and, <laughs> and she's, like, Serena, you know I don't work out and I'm like (laughs) and I'm like oh my bad because like now it's like all of my goals and like it's it's literally me just doing something I love and like the realization of oh I could possibly turn this into my life because for me all of this is a lifestyle and I could turn it into a job like I know that right but at the moment I'm just enjoying it because it's fun and I and I really love to do it like that's literally I just love to do it and it's, I don't know, like, I'm not, I'm not depressed anymore. My anxiety mm-hmm. is literally, I almost never get anxious because I've been eating right, working out. Like, I sleep, which is a big deal because I used to stay up so late, like, six in the morning or something and then pass out and miss school. Like, very, very, very bad for my body. Me right now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and I mean, it's okay. Like, it happens. Like, everything like you're going through and have been through I have obviously it's not exactly the same because we're not the same person but we do have similar things where it's like yeah I've been there I get it you know yeah but like fitness I don't know what I would be doing without it honestly like it's just really you know and also part of me my parents got like divorced so it it almost gives me like structure and like of like I have people in the gym who I look up to and who give me advice and who help me as well like kind of mentorish ish things so like they also I also have like I guess you could say a father figure almost in it right in some sort of way and so it's like it just it gives me structure and it helps me keep my head on straight (laughs) (laughs) that's good and I did and so it's just it's amazing what it can do obviously when you first start you're like what is the, what is any of this for like <laughs> you know but when you take a, a break to like look around you're just like yeah I get it I get I get it completely and like that right. my biggest goal is just living in the moment and enjoying life because 
I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. So in this very moment right here, I can just be the happiest and the best person I can be in this moment. Obviously, things are going to happen to where you're, like, not going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. But I've learned, like, through meditation is, like, every emotion that life gives you, you just have to, like, feel it. Like, sit through the sadness and feel it and experience it and then go about your day to the next thing and experience that. So going into that... <laughs> I would like to ask a question about, because I know you had said you took you took some time off and whatnot, which I completely understand. Right. But, like, what made you do that? Like, what mentally was going through your head to be like, I need a break from this fitness journey because it is not what I need right now? Right. Like you mentioned earlier, it became really toxic. Like, it was, it was like, more so about dieting than working out. Um, I became like obsessed with my appearance and I start body checking every day. And if I would, you know, seem to be bigger, I would eat less and I wasn't happy. And I eventually got sick because of that. And so I took some time off and, you know, I got back to a healthy weight and I even got into sports. I joined swimming and I did cheer. At the same time, well, practically over the same time, they kind of overlap. And I was happy. And then I got discouraged because I was being told that the weight that I was gaining, which was mostly muscle, <laughs> I've been told recently that it was mostly muscle. And looking back, I can see that it was, that I was gaining too much weight. And then I started to be self-conscious again and wanting to diet. And so I did, but instead of like dieting in a healthy way, I started to, I'm sorry, TW for anyone listening. I used to um, starve myself throughout the day. And then at night, like I'd be so hungry. So I like binge, I had this mentality, like if nobody like saw me eating, then it didn't count, you know? And Mm -hmm. that caused me to gain like a whopping 40 pounds. And, you know, here I am now trying to start my fitness journey again. And it's like, it's really hard for me because I have a love-hate relationship with food. It's like, you know, I love it, but sometimes it makes me, you know, feel kind of gross about myself, you know? Yes, 100%. But nowadays, um, I'm feeling okay in my skin. Like, I, I love it and I'm accepting who I am and I'm aware of the steps that I need to take to you know, get the get the body that I want in a healthy way. Yes. And I'm also here to support you along that journey because, like, I've we've obviously talked when you had some bad days, and I've also seen you when you've had some really, really good days. And right. I'm extremely proud of you. So, like, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, What do you think when you're running? Like, is it a blank space or are you just – reciting lyrics that you're listening like to like your music or what okay so this is an, i actually get this question asked a lot more than you would think especially <laughs> because people are like you go for such well i mean obviously i'm still new to running i'm not advanced yet but for an, a newer runner a lot of people from the outside would my runs seem very very long um right. but the way i start First of all, I want to say, by the way, I started my runnings as I did intervals. I'm a very big believer in the sprint walks. You know, you, you run for a little bit, then you take a walk if you need it, and then keep going. 
yeah that's that's how I pretty much build my stamina up and but basically when I run so if I have a lot of my mind the first things I think about is is like what is going on in that moment and in life and like I pretty much try to assess the situation and where I fit into this situation what I can do to make it better what I can do to make it worse and just I kind of it's like my space to think freely almost without anybody's judgment but myself and like just really understand how I feel about certain things once I go through that and like that's the first mile (laughs) the second mile is normally I'll start singing my music or whatever like I'll put on like um you know the song I am I'll be like I am healthy I am wealthy I'm basically singing affirmations or like songs that have like um meditation beats in them like there's certain songs that have like the h25 or like h55 whatever the sounds are yeah and i'll listen to those and then after that sometimes i'll if i'm having a really bad day sometimes i'll completely like turn off my music and just like (laughs) experience (laughs) the run and just be focused and i don't think about anything except for making sure nobody's following me <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's literally like no music no nothing just straightforward running and it's it's kind of crazy like damn <laughs> well yeah i do have another question that was from that question yeah, go ahead. so do you have any tips for beginner runners like or is the sprint walk like the best way to go about it because i don't I don't run at all. Like when I did cardio, it was pretty much jump roping or, you know, the treadmill, which is not really like running like on mm-hmm. the on the street, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like I do treadmill too. I do all of it. And like, so one thing I want to say first is like, I pers- I run because I enjoy it. Not everybody right. does cardio, you know? And they, I don't think it should be used as a, a punishment, especially because, like, let's be honest, there's times when in a run where you're like, why am I doing this? You know? Like, <laughs> it's not the it's not the funnest exercise you can do. Why would you do that when you can go to the gym and do, like, I don't know, some quick box jumps? And, like, that's... I mean, at least personally, I just think I'm a frog when I do it. <laughs> so, like, I'm like, oh, I'm a frog, and then jump on the box, and like, so much funner than say going for a run, right? Yeah. Like, there's so many other things you can do, and like lifting weights for me is a big part of my training because that's how you tone up and you know you get really lean. I like my biggest goal is to be lean. Um, but like when with a run, the biggest focus is like humans are literally born to run like we are literally made to run you know like through evolution and everything we're literally made to run so the biggest the biggest thing I had in the beginning was I didn't know how to breathe like there's a very specific like breathing technique and like now I'll breathe in like okay so I'll be in like four one two three four out six or sometimes I'll even go in six out four like it just depends on what I'm doing and how I want my blood like my heart to respond and pump faster or slower depending on if I'm running up a hill or if I'm running straight and then another thing is literally the stride itself is like a big thing I didn't even realize how much form in a run affects the run so like in the beginning of a run Mm -hmm. 
when I first started running, I, like, ran flat-footed, like, short, chop, with short, chop, choppy steps are really good if you're just doing a quick jog for, like, a long distance or whatever, because mm-hmm. another thing is you don't want that bouncy, bouncy in your knees, <laughs> so, like, there's a very like if you overstride at such a slow pace your knees kind of bounce and that will lead to like arthritis in your knees and like that will cause problems in your knees so you know you ultimately you ultimately want like to stay on the toes of your feet like the ball of your the ball of your foot and stay on your toes Uh and to breathe and like once you get past a certain point in like the run like after like for me, literally after a mile and a half, my body is like numb to the pain at that point. So everything else is literally just mentally, it's literally just a mental game. Right. You know? And the sprint one run, I mean, <laughs> the sprint walk, the sprint walk transition, I think that's good for when you first start. And it doesn't have to be a sprint, okay? It can be like a jock. And, like, literally just jog for, like, 20, 30 seconds. Or, like, in your mind, you'll put a distance from here to here is where I want to jog. You jog that, then you walk. Then from here to here is where I want to jog. Jog that, then you walk. And that, that is A1 steak sauce, okay? Like, that (laughs) is my bread and butter. Like, I love to do that. So, (laughs) yes, that just... It's, like, really hard to, like, give advice on running because there's also a, a part of, like, everybody's knees are different and, like, everybody's bodies are different. Right. But some people have more problems with their legs. Some people have more problems with the breathing. Like, asthma plays a, pa- a factor in this as well. And, like, all of that stuff plays its own. Factor. Also, 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 biggest tip is before you run, Eat, eat something not like a big so like personally i don't like to eat a big meal before i run so what i will do is like you can eat like a banana or like a smoothie with bananas in it because you want those those carbohydrates from the bananas um and one thing i i did for a while was i'd make nice cream so basically nice cream is like ice cream but it's bananas so mm-hmm. you take like a whole frozen banana and then i would do like two tablespoons of like um do you know the powdered peanut butter it's like i've heard of it before yeah yeah two two spoons of that and then like crunchy peanut butter granola granola oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> someone's gonna be like oh my gosh you can't say granola <laughs> oh my <laughs> and that and i would eat that before i run go for my run and it it basically would keep my body filled through the whole run and you also want to run. So when you're running, you should be able to breathe and have a conversation. That is like the biggest thing. You should be able to have a conversation <laughs> while you're running. If you can't talk while you're running, you're running too fast. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I'm running, it is very hard for me to talk. Like the coach is like, what's your time? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like I did that because I did that. Like I was there, you know. It's crazy because I used, when I was younger, I was in sports, but I absolutely hated running. I wouldn't even run a mile. 
wouldn't even run a mile. Like, I mean, in PE, I used to have to, like, mm-hmm. I was always nice to the PE teachers so that when the mile came, I'd be like, so, um, can you shave a couple minutes off my time? <laughs> no, like, seriously, I would not, I wouldn't, I couldn't even run a 15-minute mile because I hated running that much. Oh, like, okay. I literally, I hated it so much. And it's just, it's crazy to me to think, like, now I love running. Like, I will probably will go for a run after this. Right, so much growth. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, someone the other day was like, Smitty, you changed so much. And I was like, um, yeah, I'm a butterfly now. <laughs> no longer a caterpillar. Get to it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, focus on your breathing and trying to stay on. So, when I say stay on the ball of your feet, for me, that was the most important because I have bad ankles and I have feet problems. Mm-hmm. So building those muscles in my feet, girl, my calves were burning. But but after like the first couple runs, my legs were so strong, like they got used to it, and mm-hmm. my my knees never hurt after a run or anything. Like because before I had terrible knees. I also do over um over the toes knee training, so like I'll stretch or stretch my knees past my toes and like train those certain ligaments and like make sure those Mm -hmm. joints are good in my knees to strengthen that I'm a firm believer in that some people say you never put your knees past your toes but I think ultimately in the run there's gonna be times where you slip up and your knee's gonna go past your toe and how how like if you're not used to it you're gonna mess up your knee that's what I think about that that went a lot longer than I thought that was gonna go (laughs) Um, I have a question for you, actually. Mm-hmm. What are your overall fitness goals? Because, like, for me, mine is just to be happy and healthy and love my workouts. Like, if I don't like what I'm working out, I will completely change it in that moment. Like, I will change it. So what are your fitness goals? First of all, that's a great goal to have. <laughs> I wish, you know, I, well, you know, I can have those same goals to be happy and healthy. Um... But some goals that I have written here are um, I want to reach, like, my goal, like, physique. Like, I have this picture in mind of what I want to accomplish and, like, how I want to tone and, like, look. And I also want to better myself for my niece. I want to show her that women can be strong and that they can be strong and beautiful at the same time, you know? Because most of the time, well, from what I was taught, that women aren't supposed to, like, be very muscular they they aren't supposed to have muscles they're supposed to be very lean and dainty but I want to teach my niece and any like other people not even just people younger than me that it's okay to be a strong woman you know yes I love that okay continue sorry (laughs) (laughs) and you know I just want to be successful in all the things that I do I want to be confident in what I do and like how I'm thinking and I just want to find peace you know Yes, the boss babe vibes. The boss <laughs> babe vibes. I love it. Like that for me, especially like the niece part. You know, I have two nieces, and they look up to me a lot. Right. And it really, like, it dawned on me like if I can do this and show them like they can do it, whatever they want to do, they can do it. I am like, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> like because you know, growing up like. I never really had anybody to look up to, like, because I've always had, like, in my mind, like, I've always wanted more, but I didn't know anybody who did what I wanted to do or, like, who I could look up to. Right. 
And, like, now with social media, thank goodness, like, there's so many people in this world I want to feel like I can watch their YouTube videos, I can watch Instagram stories, whatever, DM them, email them, get in contact with them. And, like, that's another thing. Like, I email them until they respond. Like, it's kind of annoying, but what I'm talking, like, business-wise is one of those mm-hmm. things, like, you need to get your name out there. And, like, it's just me trying to just push that envelope and, like, get my name out there and be like, I can do this. Right. And, like, I love your goals, and I want to tell you, those are extremely attainable, and sis, dream big, because I heard, I got a quote from, I forgot exactly who it was from, but it was, like, until they're, like, your dream is not big enough until they're laughing at you, and, like, <laughs> I remember one day I was talking, to, I was talking to my dad, and I was, like, you know, dad, I kind of want to be a millionaire, he didn't laugh, and I was, like, you know what, you know what, dad, scratch that, I want to be a billionaire, and then he laughed, and I was, like, okay, there we go, and, like, <laughs> For me, it's not even, it's not about the money. Like, it, that's not that. It's more of, like, I want to build this very successful business to help people and to show people that we, that they can do it to where it's, like, you know, when it gets to a certain level, obviously, money is a certain factor for me because you need it. You need it to have options. You need it in, like, sadly, right. I'm, I'm not, like, materialistic or anything, but you do need it. And... It's just, like, I love those goals so much because, I don't know, I just think of my own niece and I'm just, like, <laughs> if I can show them, like, you can do it. Because especially being, you know, mixed and being African-American, there's, like, this almost connotation of, like, there's so much in society that puts us down of, like, we can't do it. Right. And, like, it takes a lot of, a long time for until we realize, like, you know, we are strong. We are powerful. We've been through more than... Mm, 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 maybe I shouldn't get into some of that stuff but like (laughs) we've been through so much as women and not only women but women of color and we are so strong and we don't even see it you know and it's just it's crazy like we don't see it and we're amazing we're beautiful we're queens you know (laughs) and it's just yeah so like I love her goals but also like I want you Right now, on the spot, we're going to do this right now. Come up with two more goals that are something you think isn't achievable, but, like, something you love and you really want to do. Two more goals. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) One of my goals is to, right, like you mentioned earlier, is to find a workout that I love and to make sure that it's not a like a punishment you know Mm -hmm. because working out like has always been more of a task to me so that's why I always focus more on the dieting part which I shouldn't anymore because the diets that I tend to choose are restrictive and tend to fail me (laughs) well I fail it and hmm a second one would to be well this this one doesn't really relate to fitness but it's to be more organized and get my life on track instead of just always going with the flow I'm not saying going with the flow is bad but it's I need structure you know yeah and I I totally 100% get that and like I mean you said it doesn't relate to fitness but I think it relates to fitness because like fitness is structure and like having right set, like yeah. workout in a set thing is structure and I forgot what word you said I'm so sorry <laughs> but it is that like what you said is that's what it is it relates 100% to fitness and like that's where for me it always goes back to fitness it's like okay 
if I can control this and build this up to where I need it to be, everything else will come into play and that will build up. And then also the part of saying you don't want to go with the flow anymore, I think that is 100% okay. Because yes, there's times where you'd be like chill out and not control everything, which is totally cool. But right. it's your life, sis. Take control, okay? <laughs> it is your life. And I didn't even understand this because I was just like, oh, I go with the flow. I'm cool with everyone, you know? I'm not mature. Yeah. And until I was like, wait, my actions have consequences and they only affect me. Like, I remember, I think I told you, it was like, it's like I used to tell all my lesson kids, my people who I ride horses with, I'd be like, if someone tells you something to do with that horse while you're on that horse and you do it and it negatively affects you and you get hurt, who, who, who's hurt? You. And it wasn't your idea. It was someone else's. Is that person hurt? No, they're not hurt at all. They don't have any scratch on their body. The only thing they might feel is guilt because you got hurt. Right. And now you can't ride for a certain amount of time. You're out of this. You're out of that. And why? Because you listen to someone else on something that changes your life. You listen to someone else about something for your life and for you. And, like, that's where I always am. I always remind myself of, like, this is my life. You know, everything I do affects me and the people around me, of course. But say I wanted to take control and live my life how I want to live my life. And I think you should do that. Too. It's, yeah. Right. But do you have any more questions or anything? Um... I actually do not, but what I want to do is thank you for inviting me to do this podcast. Like, this really better because I was getting ready to quit again, not going to lie. I was just like, man, we're all going to die anyway, but... (laughs) I know, every day you're closer to death. Right, yeah. (laughs) Or like, you know what's funny, my brother goes, you know what's one thing I noticed about the 600-pound life? They always got a boyfriend, so I'm okay. Right! (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I mean, you can think about it that way, but at this, and like, just for me, it's just I want to have a quality, quality life. So I really just did it for myself. And honestly, Brie, like, I will be here every step of the way to support you through your bad times, your good times, and like celebrate your journeys with you. And like, I just want you to know, like, if you choose this, make sure it's for you and the wellness of you. And right. if it doesn't feel fun, take your break that you need. That is 100% okay. You know, like, take that break. Re- reinvent that workout. Because I remember when we, we used to talk about this all the time. I was like, yeah, you just got to make it fun. And you're like, Serena, how do I make it fun? <laughs> <laughs> but really just, you know, go back in within yourself and be like, what is it you truly want, you know? Yeah. But also, thank you for coming, because I know it can be hard to just, like, spill your guts. I mean, I would love to do this again if you ever have any questions or if we have more and get more professional. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and, like, I love this. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can text me after this, actually. But I just want to say, like, I'm so down to do this again with you, and thank you, because this means a lot to me because you know even though it's just like a simple thing it's also you showing your support of like yeah because I just asked you and you're like man I'm totally down I was just like, oh. <laughs> right. so thank you